Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Equally Responsible Opinion Show. Two brothers on the couch, man. Come on, son. Get Vic- it right. Victor, it has been a while yeah, since we've done a podcast. Yo, man, gas too fucking high, bro. Hey, gas is way, way too, too high. high. Gas too high. I can't be out here doing all this. Remember that New York City mayor, uh, who, uh, mayoral candidate, who was like, the Black rent one? is too damn high. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to run for office. I'm going to be like, gas is too damn high. Gas is too damn high, bro. Like, uh, but no, we are just thankful uh, to be back with you guys one once again. This is our Thanksgiving episode. We're going to talk about a lot. We got uh, some NFL to get to. Mm-hmm. We got some movies to get to. Yes, we do. And of course, we got, you know, what would you get rid of? Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving edition. Yep. But first, we're going to start with oh, the Lakers. As you guys know, two Laker fans here grew up in Los Angeles. You know, titles on top of titles as we were growing we up. We only expect championships. Only expect championships. Our last one came in the bubble which some people, haters, will call fraudulent. Skip. <laughs> Skip Bayless. But uh, LeBron James against the Pistons, flagrant two foul against Isaiah Stewart. He goes crazy. Next thing you know, LeBron's suspended for a game, and tonight the Lakers lose to the New York Knicks. To the fucking Knicks. To the Knicks. It, was, it wasn't a great game. And, Victor, as you know, uh, a lot of the pressure is not on LeBron. I think LeBron knows his, no. you know, his legacy. LeBron's legacy is already done. Uh, AD, he doesn't feel that way. Russ maybe has a lot to prove, but I mean, we gotta look at Frank Vogel. Uh, you had a tweet after the Lakers lost tonight. What, what was that? Fire Frank Vogel, bro. And, and, and now on on Twitter, it, it's trending. You know, after the one hundred six one hundred, it's literally tonight. trending because it's like this nigga Vogel, bro. Like, now don't get me wrong. Obviously, he can only do so much because it's not like he's not out here fucking shooting the fucking ball and stuff. And at the end of the day, like, I feel like with our team, the way it's designed, like, they need a coach, but not really because they're, they're veteran players. They kind of know what they like at that point in basketball, you know what to do. Like, yo, fucking screen pass behind this, do that, fucking like, play defense when you, when you and fucking add shoot. In, like, Rondo, Carmelo, like, guys like that. It's like, like, you like have DeAndre Jordan. LeBron, like, Howard, LeBron's like, been a coach for fucking, since he was fucking 15. Like, he, he knows schemes from every fucking play, but, like, Vogel has had time, and his rotation is, like, bro, like, I get you on save a timeout. Nigga, call a timeout. <laughs> bro, like, if these fools are running up on his 8-0 out of nowhere, and you have fucking random-ass players shooting three-pointers, fucking swishing it, call a fucking timeout. Right. Like, you had... Those fucking fools were celebrating. Like, this fool... <laughs> like, the fuck? Yeah, and then it's like, like... It's like, bro, like, you have fucking Carmelo shooting three for fucking 14. It's like, bro, take his ass out. Like, sit him down. Like, like fucking break a clipboard or something. Get a fucking tech. Like... I think the biggest issue is Frank Vogel hasn't figured out a starting lineup. He hasn't figured out a closing lineup. And he hasn't mm-hmm. figured out a middle lineup. So yeah. he's, like, trying to do so much. And, mm-hmm. again, like... We, we talked about, like, there have been a lot of injuries. So I'll respect him for that. I'll give you, okay, I get it. The first eight games, you know what the fuck to do. Like, THT came back. You kind of, you want to play him, but you don't want to play him because his thumb is not, like, you want to be careful with the thumb because if he gets hit hard enough, it might go out again. Right, but he's been he's been playing really well. Playing like, really we good. saw him play where it's like, it was garbage time, but he was still getting his shots up against the Bulls. He's clearly going to be more amazing, but it's like, why the fuck? Do we ever have Westbrook and Rondo out on the floor at the same time? Right, two guys who aren't known for their. They can't shooting. fucking shoot. Yeah, they can't yeah. fucking shoot. I'll like, try to put it delicately. They can't fucking shoot. Westbrook is terrible at shooting. Like, it makes no sense how bad he's at shooting. Like, whenever he shoots, I'm just like, why? And then <laughs> and it's like, and then Westbrook clearly, you can clearly tell the way he plays is hero ball. Yeah. And then the problem is. 
he fucking makes some of this shit. Like, like the last game, like he fucking gets that fucking dunk. And you're like, oh, it was fucking hype. He almost got a fucking second tech because that shit was fucking taunting. <laughs> he fucking bumped that fool and he hit the fucking, in that three pointer that rattled in. It's like, bro, like Westbrook, how do you suck that bad three pointers? Right. Like, it makes no sense. And then, like, and then, then it's like, you have AD. AD, why the fuck are you on the fucking wing? Like, I get you can shoot the fucking jumper. That's cute and all. Get your big ass down the fucking box. Also, Westbrook and AD, there is no reason why any fucking team, even without LeBron playing, even with the, even with the team, I don't give a fuck who we put out there with them, no one should be able to stop a Westbrook and AD pick and roll. No, they should not. At all. No. Yeah. At all. And in, in Detroit, they were doing that. They were fucking Westbrook, gave it AD, fucking cut, AD passed it. And then you pass the Westbrook, they fucking come over, AD get the ball back, fucking dunk it. But no, they don't want to do that shit because they don't want to fucking do it. And like and, that, and that's where I say that is Vogel. Come out there, yo, fucking, he won't do it, but like, sit their asses down. Like, no, you want to play? Sit your ass down. Well, my thing is, like, if you have Westbrook, you know who dominates the ball. Like, we all know. This. Yes. Is that when you put him out there with like some of the younger players? So for instance, like you have a Westbrook, Malik Monk, mm-hmm. a Kendrick Nunn. When Austin Reeves comes back, THT probably THT with Dwight. Like, I put Dwight in yeah, there with but him. But it's like, hey, you guys run. You got fresh legs. Now Westbrook, we gonna designate this system for you. Like when you go out there and you want to do things. However, whenever LeBron comes in, whenever AD comes in, Carmelo comes in, yo, slow it down. Let's move the ball a little bit. Let's look for like the best shot, the open shot, because Russ is gonna go 100 mm-hmm. percent at all times, and that hasn't really been working. I will so say one. Man. His turnovers. How many turnovers do you have tonight? Yeah, I know his turnovers were, were kind of like leveling out to reasonable numbers now, but still, it's like, come on, bro. Like, and then the thing is, like, we began the season when we traded for him, we were all kind of like Westbrook and LeBron. Like, that don't make any right. sense because like you have two, you have two ball dominant players. Like, Buddy Hill would have been a better better pickup. He had he had ten assists, mm-hmm. but six turnovers. See, what I'm saying he had a triple double, thirty one points, ten assists, thirteen boards. We did have those six turnovers. See, that's the fucking problem right there. Like, and now obviously turnovers. It's turnovers like interceptions. Man, sometimes it's not really your fault. You might throw a good fucking pass, the foot don't fucking catch it, they give it to you. But and, uh, now, okay, so I'm sorry to cut you off, but what? we're going we're going box box score hunting. I'm looking. Tht, 29 oh. minutes, 0 of 8 from the field, minus 18. See, see, see right there. Why the fuck is he even getting that damn long? Wayne Wayne Ellington, 17 minutes, four points. Uh, one of three shooting. All his field goals came from behind the three-point line. Dude, we line. shot like shit. Uh, Malik Monk, 31 minutes, 5 of 14 from the field, 1 of 7 from three-point. And there's one person who I see who did not play because it was a coach's decision. I think this person needs to kind of be shown the door, and that's got to be Ken Bazemore. <laughs> Ken Bazemore or DeAndre Jordan? One of the, both. Because you think when Ariza comes back, and then you think maybe make a move in the offseason and pick someone up, but... I don't know what the Lakers can do for, from now on. See, like, that's my fucking point. Like, dude, like, Vogel, obviously, LeBron, he definitely picked the fucking team. Like, it's not ourselves. Yeah. But Vogel, you, I hope Vogel was sitting there like, I guess we'll do that. Like, fucking speak up. And the worst part, we can't fire him because they fucking gave him an extension. Right. And they gave him a fucking extension. Once and Jason Kidd left, it's like, okay, well, who's our really valuable Fizdale in, in our fucking, and then Fizdale's in Phil Handy. Now, I, I personally, maybe, I like him a chance. I'll give him a chance, but we don't know if he could be, he could be, he's definitely a coach. He's definitely a coach. He's clearly a great coach because he's been there, he's been around for a very long time. Players respect him. LeBron clearly respects him because he's on the right. team. So, can he do it? Possibly. But, we're going to find out this year. Well, I think the biggest thing for us, too, is we also need to look at it from the lens of, we're not even halfway through the season yet. Mm-hmm. We haven't got to the All-Star break yet. 
yes, you have to answer the question of what does this team look like once it comes to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. However, if you're Genie Bus, you do have to take a step back and Rob Palenka and say, like, okay, what does this team look like two years from now? LeBron is going to be damn near 40. Well, likely, yeah. Is AD, like, has he had a major injury? Knock on wood, I hope he does not. Mm-hmm. Is Westbrook still going to be a Lakers uniform? I Probably. think so. Okay, maybe. I like, would assume so. Where's Carmelo? Is THT still going to be in a, in a Lakers uniform? I say we have THT. I think THT, Westbrook, Davis, and LeBron are for sure. Carmelo, you don't know because he's, he's a year, kind of a year player. And because of the way he's... First off, granted, tonight he put like shit, but... Carmelo's clearly got stuff in the tank still. Right. And he's definitely a six-man... I think he's a six-man candidate, and he should be at least. But it's just like... Like, Westbrook did... Like, besides his turnovers, Westbrook had a great hit with 10 for 18. Him and Avery Bradley were the only two saving graces for Lakers. Like, Westbrook with 10 for 18, like, that's a that's a good... Three was a good shooting. <laughs> three for six, three-point, that's a really good shooting. But it's still, like, you don't be shooting for the three, though. Like, and his free throws were good. It's just those fucking turnovers, bro. Like... And his plus minus was he was even. Like, how yeah. the fuck do you get zero, bro? But DeAndre Jordan got it go. Like, that's what, 11 rebounds? God damn. Oh, man. Well, let me tell you this. Like, the Lakers, they have hit a little bit of a skid, if you want to call it that. A skid. Niggas fools are fucking below 500. <laughs> yeah, they are. And that's one thing that we definitely need to focus on. Like, the Lakers didn't get so much attention, as we all know, because they're the Lakers and they're LeBron James. However, let's move to your other team, Victor, because I want to tell the people about a very funny story that you and I had. The Raiders? Uh, yes. The, the Raiders. Raiders. The Raiders. The autumn win. So you and I had a story where it was the Raiders bye week, mm-hmm. and they were a solid 5-2. and two. Solid. Solid 5-2. and two. We were having, we were having, that, that before rugs? That was before rugs. Oh, yeah. So, so I, and I, and I called it. I knew it. I so, then, so then we sat there. Mm-hmm. You and I sat there at Yard House in downtown LA Live. Before the game, is right. Before the game, and you said the Raiders have three winnable games coming up, mm-hmm. and how much you want to bet they go 0 for 3. So we look at the Giants, mm-hmm. loss, Kansas City, blow it out, and then getting beat by Cincinnati at home. That's just bad. And now you guys play on Thanksgiving against the on Thursday Cowboys. against the Cowboys. Remember, I told you, next four games, it was two options. We, I was like, I say, we go 3 and 1. Or we go zero to four, <laughs> right? So clearly, I'm looking good right after my little bet because I'm just like, dude, it's and it's like I didn't even watch the game because I, I was at work, but like Derek Carr, yep, it's think about it. So this is the thing about Derek Carr, like he's not a terrible quarterback, he's not a great quarterback, he's right in between. He's our franchise leader because he's been playing for so fucking long, which doesn't happen. But like now, I will give. Derek Carr, I think he's a, I don't, I, I told you, I don't think he's a leader. Right. I don't think he's, and that was, that was before, even when he, um, even the year he, we should have been MVP, we broke his fucking leg and that in that one game. Even that year, I think he should have been MVP, but it's just like, you're not a, he's not a fucking leader. As simple as that. Like, and, and I'm not, that's, that's not a knock against him. Some people just can't be leaders. Like, that's just what it is. Like, he's a, he's not, he's clearly a very devout Christian. Because when he said that shit about Rugs, like that shit was deep. Like he was just right. like, honestly, Rugs need some love right now. And like people don't understand people who sat like like that. I got what I get what he meant. Like any person who knows religion, like that's true. Like he, hey, Rugs made a fucking terrible mistake. I'm not saying I agree with it, right. but like yo, he needs some love right now. While the world's pouring on him. Like I'm like, sure, like I'm in his. Hey, part, I'm yeah. a, I, I'm gonna reach out to him. I'm be his friend forever. Like and then the thing about the thing we said about fucking Gruden. That shit was fucking dumb. Like, yo, man, I still, like, shut the fuck up. Like, we don't want to hear that shit. I think the thing with everything is you look at the fact that the Raiders off the field. Let's go both ways. We had just the worst You you had the Gruden thing, who's now suing the NFL. You had the Rugs thing. 
Yeah, the rugs thing, which is a terrible outlook, terrible, just bad driving, killing a person. Then, but then when you look at the on the field thing, when you have four for, like four picks and one draft no longer on the team, that says a lot about Mike Mayock, the same Mike Mayock mm-hmm. who worked at NFL Network, mm-hmm. who really didn't have a lot of previous experience mm-hmm. as a general manager. And now you come in and it's like, yeah, look at all the pieces that you think. So like, if you're saying he's an average quarterback, that to me is game manager. Yeah, like that's someone who's like, hey, make mm-hmm. the dink and dunk throws, make the big throws when you need to. And when you look at the team they constructed, it's like, okay, you got Henry Ruggs, mm-hmm. that's not bad. You got Josh Jacobs like we had- in the backfield. Our Hunter team, Renfro, Darren Waller, like clearly, our team is clearly was built around an offense, but like, who the fuck? Like, granted, coaches get fired all the time. Okay, that's, but what coaches gets fired when they're fucking three and zero and they're doing great right, because right. a fucking email and then that happened in twenty eleven. Remember when the, wasn't fir- the coach? And yeah. the first email, we're like, we're kind of like, okay, he says sorry, and then next we're like, oh, y'all gonna fire him? Bet. And then <laughs> I'm like, he said what? And then, and then you're and then you're thinking like, you know what? That's it. That's a low point of the season. Wrong. Yeah. And then next thing you know what? Rugs, cars. I'm like, oh, car accident. It'll be all right. 156. Right. Bye, nigga. Kill, kill somebody. Kill someone. I was yeah. just like, oh, my God. And then you had your one player who was on IG with the guns, like, going and after we people. Had that nigga with a, so <laughs> I've noticed something with the Raiders. Clearly, it's people will say, like, what's wrong with them? It's clear. It is a organizational leadership issue. When was the last time we were good? When we had Rich Gannon. And we know we need we, we, we need a veteran player to come in there. Leadership. Leadership. Because yeah. clearly, you, you don't look at the owners. Owners, typically, in the NFL are not very hands-on, except for Jerry, Jerry Jones and maybe fucking a few other, like a few small ones. But typically, the owners in the NFL, they're really just like, yo, we up here in a fucking box. We hired you. Do the fucking shit. Right. We're a hands-off approach. We're a hands-off approach. And thank God, because Mark Davis is a fucking idiot, and his hair goes <laughs> stupid. His hair goes terrible. Like, I really feel like he should fucking sell the Raiders. I think That's we never gonna happen. I never gonna happen. I know. Never gonna happen. But like, I don't like honestly. If he really, because it's like it's sad how some of these franchises like they don't really give a fuck. All they care about is like making making a fucking buck, and clearly that's all he cares about. Because yeah. I get it. You're in a business. Make your money, bro. I'm all for it. But like, like how Xavier said, like I'm done wasting my fucking time, my money into this bullshit. Shout out to friend of the program. Exactly. Xavier, yeah. Like, I'm tired of this bullshit of you guys fucking coming out there and being lackluster. Now, granted, Derek Carr before the season, there's certain things out of his control. He had, what, like, eight offensive coordinators in fucking ten years. Right. So, like, and when they fired Jack Del Rio, I didn't get it. Even Hugh Jackson. Like, I thought, I thought you have kept him one more year. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So they went, what, eight and eight with him? Yeah. And they, oh, you're fired. I'm like, okay. And then Jack Del Rio comes in. They pretty much they made the playoffs. Our fucking quarterback gets hurt. We couldn't see that coming. Yep. And then they fucking fire him for fucking John Gruden, gave him a fucking ten year, hundred million dollar contract, and now that nigga's fucking gone. Right. And then he fucking trades away fucking what's that nigga? Cleo Mack. Cleo Mack. Cleo Mack and Amari Cooper. Cooper, he left because the money. Yeah. I can I can accept a receiver losing us because they're always a, first of all Alabama they're a dime fucking dozen. <laughs> so like they, next year and then, we had it. we had rugs. Yeah. Exactly. Like literally the worst part and we we had Antonio Brown. Yeah. Like yep. you know what I'm saying like, like we brought in. And the thing is like clearly like you guys the lead is leadership. It's organizational skill. Like you guys need I don't know maybe. Like obviously Charles Woodson is part of the organization, but not really. Like you need, I don't know who, I don't know who the fuck is free out there. But clearly we're getting a new coach, and the worst part is now we gotta start all over again. Yeah. Again, we're That's starting all over. That's so crazy too about starting over. It's like it's not like okay we're gonna start over and all we have to do is beat the Chiefs because it's like no, no. like the the AFC West is a tough. And team. we had it. 
We were I mean, three and zero. Oh, I would say no, no, no. We like, were we were five and two. Yeah, like cause we were when we were five and two. I was like, listen, these next three games are big because we can make we could we could put a footing in, and now the whole fucking division is tied up again, and now the whole division is like right there, and now we are going into on a short week into Dallas yeah. on Thanksgiving. Luckily. Raider fans do travel. I looked into tickets. I was really concerned about buying tickets. I'm still my fucking do that shit. Fuck it. But like, I hope to God these motherfuckers can just pull it off. Well, here since you said you were thinking about looking into tickets and all mm-hmm. that, uh, you did say that you went to the Raiders Chiefs game in Vegas. Yes, I did. That was your first time at Allegiant Stadium. Yes, it was. Give us, give us, give us, give us and the people like what beautiful what your fucking was. stadium. If you ever go to Allegiant Stadium, for, I don't care for a concert, whatever you're going for, if you go into that stadium for a ticket of some sort, if you pay for it or not, stay at Mandalay Bay. Okay? <laughs> Literally, they cut the they, they, they shut the street off that goes to the stadium because okay. it's like right over the bridge, yeah. right there. It's obviously all connected. And literally, when I tell you, it's a close walk. It's like walking from. I'll tell you an example. From us walking from here, probably to the fish spot. Uh, for fish tacos. Okay, gotcha. Okay. That close. Yeah. It's nothing. Even closer than that, probably. <laughs> literally, because like from my from my room, you can see it. And literally, in the casino on Manly Bay, it has a sign saying it's to the stadium. And you literally, all you see is people just walking through. And you go out the doors, you cross the bridge, and you walk inside the stadium. And it was fucking beautiful. How long and did it take you to walk? No more than 10 minutes. Wow, okay. Like, and I was staying at Manly Bay. And that was because I was just like, what the fuck is going on? And it was a beautiful stadium. So I went to SoFi. I went to that one. when I kind of want to go to Dallas. Just check, check it out. But like, this, it, the tickets were, my homie had tickets for it. We were, it was a great tickets. The the beer section, oh my God, bro. It was so fucking genius, bro. <laughs> I loved it, bro. So you know how at SoFi, how we had to walk in fucking line and shit? Yeah. So here, what they did is they had a long ass table with the cashier at the end. And all the beer and people working there said what do you want and they're throwing it on the fucking table they were just putting the beer on the tables you grab that shit and have a little rope, rope you up obviously you can't walk off yeah. you grab a beer you walk off and you fucking pay for it and you go to the cashier Love so it. what was the vibe like because it was a big game you went against Kansas City like, so geez, first off Raiders, it was so. mad Chief fans there yeah I figured like, so what was, was the vibe like atmosphere like so up until we started getting our ass whooped it was great <laughs> like I think I left I left like in the, I left early in the fourth quarter I was right. like, let's get the fuck. Like, we're in Vegas. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, I'm not trying to do this shit no more. And like, it was just mad Chief fans in there. Like, obviously Raiders still had more, but there was a lot of Chiefs fans. Like, those motherfuckers traveled. Right. But also, like how someone said, like if your team is playing, like someone said, I heard if your team is playing the Raiders in Vegas, you owe it to yourself to fly out there and watch them play. Simple as that. I don't give a fuck who you... If any college, whatever fucking team, whatever... If something is there at the same... You deserve to fly out there and do it. Because that shit was amazing. And I'll probably go... I'll probably go once a year. I mean, I think that's going to be the pilgrimage for a lot of people. Especially like Mm -hmm. Raider fans. It's like, hey, it's close. Once we get over the pandemic and everything... It was... Oh, but then they also had... They had the... You had to do a vaccine clear. You had to do the clear. Yeah. They had the clear app for it. So I'd like... That's just a process too. Like, And that shit... It it expires after a certain much time. It's kind of weird. But like, I love the stadium. The stadium was fucking beautiful. The tickets were fucking... The seats were fucking... Because we sat like on the end zone. Like right down. No one really in front of me. Nice little spot. So I see, I see everything. I'll show you pictures afterwards, Curtis, and then like, but it was from our Instagram page. You guys, can yeah, see I'll them. show you. Oh, I'll do that. Yeah, I'll post a video for y'all. Like, and then it was, I loved it. I think it was great, except for the fucking loss. But like, even we were walking up, like they had a um, a water station for water. Like, like why do I need free water right now? I get it. Right. Well, like, right. I get it. But like, it was a nice, nice stadium. Nice, simple. It wasn't like a. 
Because also, if you you can't really park anywhere around there because there's no parking structure. But like, also, like, you're in fucking Vegas. Like, why would you fucking drive there? Yeah. Like, if you drive there, you probably have to drive to a casino and then park and then walk and then Uber and then walk over. So I think the most interesting thing to me is the LA Times did a really good uh, comprehensive story about Allegiant Stadium and like what like game day atmosphere and what it was like when the Raiders. Oh, hold on, pause. First, tell you. So at the Luxor, they have a beer garden. On the game days. Oh, did they really? A, a legit, like, it was like, it's like, it's a built stage and stuff. Because I were walking, they're like, oh, that's the beer garden. I was like, oh, shit, this is fucking lit. Like, <laughs> so, like, literally, you can tell Vegas definitely has accepted this football team. Well, they have to because it's already fucking there. But, like, yeah. you can tell right now when the NBA's out there, if the NBA, they need to put a stadium on kind of how this legion is, like, off the strip, but on the strip so we could walk to it. Right. And it's funny because there's a big, big fucking lot across Manly Bay where they could probably put a stadium there. Right, true. And then, of course, with everything that happened across the street from Manly Bay, yeah. you know, it would be like a mm-hmm. memorial site. But when the LA Times had this article, I think one of the most fascinating things that I read in it was like, do not bring your kids to a Raider game. Yeah. You kind of get that sense like when you were there. So it was so, I didn't think there was no fighting. I know that I saw at least. Yeah. There's no fighting at But the thing is like, I would expect it because, like, it's like it's not like you're going. It's like it's a different. Thing. Obviously, in your own people are going to drink regardless, but like Sunday drinking, you're on a Sunday in Vegas. That's the thing. Motherfuckers have been there for days. I was, yeah. I got, I got the day up. I that's also the beauty part. I flew in the day, the morning of the game. I stayed the Tuesday. That that was kind of fun, relaxing. Like you kind of like, but I would normally probably, I'll probably fly in next time on a Friday. Yeah. Then leave Monday morning. It's, you know? it's, well, it's interesting to me because it's like you and I went to a Raiders Charger game back in San Diego, mm-hmm. and we saw how many kids were there. Like we that one was wild, and so so that atmosphere was actually wilder than the one in in Vegas. I thought it was interesting because someone had the uh, analogy of or the metaphor: Would you ever bring your kid to a Vegas nightclub? That's <laughs> that's the same rule that should apply when you go to a Vegas game. So I would Vegas probably Chargers. take my kid to a day. Cause it was a Sunday night game, so I'll probably I'll probably go to a day game. Like a kid. one o'clock game. Uh, I mean, that, those still might get out of hand. But also, even but it's like, yeah, I don't remember seeing any kids. I don't think you will, though. So. I was also drunk as fuck. <laughs> well, Victor, speaking of kids and getting out of hand. Oh, uh, okay, perfect. <laughs> we know that Thanksgiving's coming up, which we'll get to later. But uh, the TV show Atlanta, do you remember the name of one of the seasons? No. Where it was Robin season, and it was all around Christmas, and people were doing stuff they wouldn't normally do, but they're like, hey, like... Christmas is coming up, and we gotta like make sure we got enough things and gifts and stuff. Mm-hmm. There has been a, a spree of smash and grab uh, throughout. Not I thought it was just California, but it's actually been across the country. country. Yeah. So at least eighteen people. This was recently here in Los Angeles for us. At least eighteen people broke into our Nordstrom's department store. That was the Grove. For you guys familiar with, and they have those. So happened up north and the Grove. Right. No. So happened in the Grove. That was this week, and then last weekend. Uh, three suspects were arrested after a mob ransacked a Norsham's department store in Walnut Creek. Mm-hmm. Uh, some 80 suspects were involved. And then you had one in California, uh, in Chicago, excuse me, where 14 robbers went into a Louis Vuitton store in Chicago and they fled with more than $100,000 in handbags they were smart. and other merchandise. And remember, so, it happened in New York like a few months, like during, like during the height of COVID, it happened in New York too. Like, niggas just ran that motherfucker. Now, I'll go first. <laughs> so, this is kind of weird. I will, I want to... Commend the person who did the one up north. In Walnut Creek. And in the sense of that took very great planning and leadership to get 80 fucking dumb motherfuckers to go. 79. 79 other dumb 79 other motherfuckers to be like, to somehow. First off, 
I wouldn't even know how to talk to 80 people at one time to get them together like that. And so That's like, a long group chat. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. Or it has to be, if they're smarter than person, I'm pretty sure that person probably did in person. So he got 80 people together and said, hey guys, we're going to do a snatching rap at Nordstrom at 3 p.m. on this day. In Walnut Creek. Which is, which is not close to San Fran. And not like it's which is, now, this is where the dumb part starts. In the video, why are y'all niggas getting into regular cars? Right. Um, we can see you. You do you think this fucking mall don't have security? First of all, nigga, it's 2022 almost. Bro, I can look that shit up right now. Like I can like you out of your fucking mind. Like, you guys are getting into fucking cars. Like like even even if it's not your car, bro, like they're gonna look like they're gonna you realize the police have to find them? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the police are all they gotta do is find one fucking person. That's it. Well, the thing that gets me is, uh, and this is all I have to say about it, the thing that really bothers me is, one, I understand what people are going through, so I'm, just, I'm hoping that- People are hungry. People are hungry. They're trying to eat. However, I'm thinking about the retail, retail worker, because when I talked about this in a family group chat, someone put, this is why I'm buying all my stuff online from the security of my own home. So I'm thinking from the, real, the retailer's mm. experience, like- Think about you needing money. You're hungry. Mm-hmm. So you go get a job because we know it's the holiday season. So yeah. places are hiring. You probably have to be vaccinated. You're probably concerned about maybe catching COVID from a coworker. Okay. But you need the money to come in there. And then now my safety is even up for grabs. Because we already know that like working retail during mm-hmm. the holidays mm-hmm. isn't the most like the easiest job ever. Like yeah. you're doing ten things at once. Mm-hmm. Like people are being super rude and pushy because they're trying to get like the last of the tickle me elmos yeah. or whatever it is. So if you're a retail worker, it's like, is this really worth me like Giving up my work from home job. <laughs> no, that's what they were saying. I'm just like, that's why these kids don't get it. Like, and also, listen, this is straight. Now, the Louis Vuitton people, I'll go that one next. So, let's let's, let's be real, Curtis. If I ran into Norseman right now, and we were like, first off, the one thing that was such part, like, they were in and out quickly. Granted, they're gonna get caught, but like, they knew the time. Like, yo, we don't have a lot of time in here. We gotta get the fuck out. At most. At most, these people are talking. You have one person grabbing maybe fucking. Let's call, let's say they call four persons, okay? Yeah. Four coach persons. They're like two fifty fucking each, bro. So you you guys stole two thousand worth of shit, and okay, you're gonna resell it online or wherever the fuck you're gonna sell it. You can't sell for full price, and you're gonna get caught when you sell it. So you're gonna sell for fucking one third of the price. Give or take. So you so you're risking felony charges over a profit of. Three, four hundred dollars. Right, and I think the biggest thing that gets me is when I was reading the one about the one that happened here in Southern California. It happened at the Grove, which number one, traffic is always terrible. Yes, at the Grove, like over there by La Brea. So shout out to them. But then they they led police on a wild goose chase, like on the one ten and ten freeway. And I think they got off at like Vermont or. They get away. They got away. Good for them. Some people fled, and I think like three people got caught. But the biggest thing that gets me about that is. If you're telling me, and I hate to be this person, mm-hmm. but if you're telling me most of these people are coming from inner cities or urban areas to do this, what do you think that means for me and you the next time we go into a Nordstrom? Oh, 100%. Can you say racial profiling? Oh, no. See, now, see, like, uh, 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 wait, wait. see, no, that's, see, it, like, see now, this is, that's the problem right there. Now, the problem with Nordstrom's is now, let that be me. Because <laughs> I'll be like, why would I want to steal your shit? Because yeah. then now, they get in trouble for, for fucking racial profiling. I get why you did it. But you shouldn't do it, bro. Like, I'm not one of them niggas. Like, yeah, I got tattoos. I don't give a fuck. But, like, no. Also, Louis, Louis Vuitton niggas. That's really stupid. It's smart. Because, so the rule is, I think it's after, I think it's a 1000 or $800. It's, it's a felony. It's grand larceny. Yeah. And that's when it's serious. Now, obviously, you're still in Louis Vuitton. Like, you can't, like, people don't, I don't think these niggas don't understand. Like, you guys just can't, unless they, so, unless they steal all that shit, 
and they sit on it for the next five months, that's the only way they're going to sell it and get yeah. away with it. Yeah. And they know they're not going to do that. And you know they're not going to do that shit. But I think the biggest person I got to give a shout out to is our boy Nick, mm-hmm. who's from Chicago. Didn't he say that shit? He said, hey, stop shooting people. Start hey, scamming. Hey, where is Nick at right now? Nick is in Chicago right now. I'm just, hey, hey, hey I'm not going to run my boy. I'm not saying anything, I'm not but if, if Nick come with a wallet on our <laughs> trip, like, hey, I got you out some wallets, I'm like, all right. <laughs> um, but no, I, I think I think you know it's sad to look at, but again, you just hope the circumstances they're doing it for are. No, it's not. They're, 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 there's no they're, reason. They're to niggas, do it. niggas yeah. gonna nick, bro. But like, it's just stupid because it's like you guys are really doing something like stupid as fuck. Because like, I always had a rule like, I will never, um, I would never steal some shit like that unless I knew like, it would take to for me like rob a bank. Obviously, we all watch Big Robin. We watch Inside Man. You're like, yo. That's kind of fucking exciting. But, like, I'm not robbing a bank for 100K, bro. Like, I'm not. No. That's, just, that's just not enough for me. Like, you, I, I need something like, yo, it's $20 million each. Like, 20 mil each? Ah, <laughs> uh, you got my interest. Like, I literally, I literally told him one time. Like, he was, like, talking about He was, like, he was, like, low-key kind of, like, I'm kind of down, bro. I was, like, listen, bro. Like, I'm with you. If we have, Obviously, we have a plan. But I need a minimum <laughs> of 15 mil in cash. Oh my god! Well, I just hope that like this tr- this trend ends because oh no, it's, it's not because it, it's not because people are gonna be like more encouraged to do it like TikTok. All this stuff is gonna go viral. People are gonna just do it more often. It's gonna be it's because annoying. they changed the because they they're not prosecuting. So this is the thing. In in a way, you shouldn't be fucking prosecuting people. You shouldn't be throwing what you shouldn't be throwing somebody in jail for fucking fifteen years for stealing a fucking purse. Right. Facts. However, when you do it like this. Take your ass in jail for 15 fucking years. Because the <laughs> reason why, because reason why, you know how obviously with all the protesting, all the reform came down in California. So yeah. they started changing some of the laws. Like, you know what? They're like, you know what? Some of these laws are kind of fucking ridiculous. Like, why am I, why is a man in jail right now for stealing a slice of pizza for life because of his third fucking strike? Right. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Yeah. So shit like that is stupid as fuck. But then you have, I remember there's a video of the TJ Maxx in the Valley on Zelza and um, Chatsworth in that big plaza right there. These two niggas just walked in there with bags and walk the fuck out because I found out recently security guards cannot touch you. No, it's again episode of Atlanta where it's, it's like there's no chasing. It's like they gotta be friendly to you no matter what. It's they can't. Sort of they're not. They can't touch. They can't touch you. So it's like, so you kind of have incentive to steal. I mean, I want to say you have incentive. No, well, like, well, I'm not done. Like I'm not saying to do it, but like if you can't fucking physically stop, like if because it's, it's it's wild how if I'm stealing. And you tackle me, I can sue you for that. Right, exactly. And that's the crazy thing. Like that's weird. That's, and also, like security guards, like if I worked in retail, and something was selling me, I was like, I'll be like, I remember I worked at Sketchers one time, and and like a ghettoized area, and then like it was like, they were like, oh, what would you do if somebody tries to rob you? I was like, I'll give whatever the fuck they want. Are you out of your fucking mind? I was like, are you out of your fucking mind? I'm like, kill me up. I was like, bro, bye, nigga. I'm like, hey, you want some shoes with that too, nigga? I'll walk into your car and get your piece <laughs> yeah. of clothes, bro. Get the fuck no, out of here. I, I, no, I think you're right. It's sad that this is probably going to be like a, the trend of something. Because it's already started. No, because right? the problem is like, they, they show shit on the news and they're like, oh, they got away. Remember, we're, remember, remember the beginning, beginning of COVID, how we were sitting here, remember in Long Beach? Oh, yeah, when, they, yeah. when they when they fucking ramshack the Ross and all that stuff, yeah. and we were sitting here on the couch, just like, what are these niggas? And they had no mask on. Yeah, they're going in the car. We're just like, and the, the sheriff they said, we're gonna find all of them. Like yeah, <laughs> the exactly. sheriff was like, you guys got like like the, the people they don't they don't they think because they got away that they're safe. Like no, 
they don't they don't chase no more. Right. Like there's other ways for them to get. They don't need to chase. They, they know chasing is dangerous. So like, we have you on camera. Yeah. We have your license plate. What, yeah. are you, what are you doing? No, like, it's um, it's embarrassing to say the least. And I think I'd be black. I and then that, that nigga that fucking ran those fucking people over in that parade. Yeah, I was constantly. I was, like, I was assuming he was white. I was like, awesome white nigga. Yeah. I was like, black. Oh, God damn it. He was like, he was fleeing the scene of another crime, and they ran to that. It was just, it was all bad. But uh, I want to get some positive news, Victor, in mm-hmm. here. So we got Thanksgiving coming up, and yeah. you've actually been quite the movie critic over the last couple weeks. So yeah, like, a lot of movies, bro. you've seen what Dune. You've seen yeah. King Richard. Richard. I've been watching a lot of movies, bro. So what, what's been my... your favorite film over the course of my Oh, King Richard by far. Really? So how did Will Smith do? What was the story? I like? think what did you like about it? I won't stop to give it away, but like it was obviously about Venus Serena Williams. Like it's it's funny because like if you know their story, like you know there's more siblings and stuff, but they only they they show other siblings in the movie, obviously, but they clearly only focus on those two, but they only focus on one. They only focus on Venus. Oh right. But like I was telling my girl, I was like now Venus was the one. Like she was, right. she was, she's the older one. She's the first one. Cause That's, she was beating, she was beating Serena, like all the yeah. time. Yeah, but also it's like they're they're fucking like twelve and fourteen time. But like, it's just wild to think that like their dad. It shows you how like it's how they they, they vilify black fathers all the time. Right. Cause like Levar Ball is a perfect example. Like, granted he's a little fucking too much sometimes. But like yo, he spoke that shit to his He's like yo, I got three sons who are NBA talent. Now they are, two of them are in for sure. One probably won't get, but he might get a chance. But like he said it, he's like, "Yo, they're going top ten, and two of them fucking with top three. Like, yeah. first off, their first set of brothers ever do that shit within what three years apart. Like, yeah. that's that's why and they're and I and Lamelo is clearly on his way to be one of the better players in the league. Like, he's clearly one that I don't like shit. Well, I think he'll be at one point the top ten player in the league. I would he, say top five at some point. I think because he's already he's already, he went he went a different route. He went through the JBA and then Australia and Australia and Lithia and Lithia and all that bullshit. Like he went different way, but like, but King, but Richard, like he literally was just like, he was getting fucking child services called on him because yeah. the kids were out in the rain. He was dealing with fucking gangs and the fuck. It's it's also funny. I remember how Anthony Anderson was talking about how he grew up in that area, and he always talked about how he he remembers being a kid and seeing them at the fucking park playing tennis. And he was like. And he know he he all he knew was like oh yeah that's the person that they 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 do play tennis but he knew who they were and now you fast forward he's a celebrity they're celebrities like yo I remember y'all from a kid like Amber Duvernay said the same all all the people who grew up in that area they remember seeing them like that's that's fucking wild to no, think like is. like you see some dad like look at this crazy fool here playing tennis with them and now they're arguably two of the best fucking tennis of all time and it's what's crazy too because you talk about the black father aspect of it. Richard Williams got a lot of negative press when mm-hmm. he like from everyone when those Always. two girls were coming up, and then also when you look at someone like a Tiger Woods, mm-hmm. like Tiger Woods' father, he gets a lot of credit. Like he yeah. gets a lot of credit. Yep. But then you also look at Tiger Woods and his social aspect. And it's like, mm-hmm. hey, like even stuff, like, you, you know how like out. Richard would like would go off on fucking on reporters. Yeah. They put that in the movie too. And I was like, dude, this fool used to like. It was like it's crazy how like certain people have like their mindset. Like, no, I'm gonna make them superstars. Like. And like you can, it's a it's a hard argument because like the Jacksons, they beat them. He beat them into superstars. He beat them. Like you, can, it's like it's crazy how like if you you can as a parent, you can tell you can almost push your child to greatness. Right. Almost like it's obviously other factors into the game, but like there's some of the greatest people and like some of the entertainers, they have the same story. Why are you like this? 
my parent was hard on me. Right. And it, t- it but then like not every parent could do that. Well, I think there's two there's two things I'll say that number one is we talk about Joe Jackson. Mm-hmm. There's some comedian, I can't remember if it was Eddie Griffin. Eddie, Eddie Griffin. Or someone else who was all like, if you look at Joe Jackson, this is a black man who was raising kids in Gary, Indiana, mm-hmm. and all of them turned out to be like superstars. Ex- like not superstars, but just successful. Mm-hmm. Like that's all you can ask as a black father. And it's interesting that you say that about like people being pushed because one of my favorite football players, and if you ever watch a football like on NFL Network, mm-hmm. Barry Sanders, mm-hmm. like he talks about his father and how his father pushed him and pushed him and pushed him, and his father's favorite, you know, football player was Walter Payton. So his oh, son plays running well. back. They, his like, his dad was obsessed with Oklahoma, like University of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So where does Barry Sanders go to school? Oklahoma State. Like those are their rivals, and like you know what I'm saying. Like, like Walter Payton was like that guy when Barry Sanders goes into the league. And Barry Sanders, like, almost catches him and get his record and then walks away walks early. Away. And then, you know, Barry Sanders Jr., his son, played at Stanford, and they asked him about him. He was like, oh, no, my son will never be as good as me because he didn't have a father like me. Because he's like, my father it's pushed true. me and pushed it's me and like, pushed me. You I look, didn't do that to my son. You look at some of these NBA players now, like LeBron's son. Like, LeBron, you know, like, I'm not sure how, like, we don't know how, I'm not sure how hard he pushes his son. Because I think, I, I feel like LeBron doesn't push him now. He's probably like, like, listen, son, like, don't beat me because I'm I'm different, but like, right. but you can clearly tell his son is clearly picking up after him. His son, I'm not. So we'll see how good he's gonna be in a few years, but like, there's something to say about certain fathers just pushing the shit out I, their kids. I, I think also with also, the but it, it it does take a loving mother to allow it to happen too. No, I think that's true, but I think there's the same point of like one like going back to the LeBron thing. There's also genetics. Genetics uh, let, let's, let's, for let's, yeah for athletes genetics too like and also it's pure luck. Like, I mean no, well, no, it's genetics and it's also like affordability and accessibility. Like we we off 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 wax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were talking about Steph Curry about to break Ray Allen's three point record. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry had a dad who was great at shooting threes, yep. and he was able to go and practice with other like players. Same so, thing like with Kobe. He had Clay a, Thompson. Kobe, sir, like, that's why like that's why it's, Beckham like his they, parents were like athletes. Come like on, it's like, weird how like but then like but King Richard was. It was certain parts of the movie you're just like, damn, these fools had it fucking tough. They weren't. I'm not saying they were poor. They weren't. They weren't. Well, at least they they didn't show them struggling. At least. Well, don't give too much away. Yeah, that's why it's, I'm trying to say these much, but it's like they never they never show them struggling. But like, you just saw how this man really just like he made sure they had everything he could possibly do, but still pushed them as hard as he fucking could. Right. And he and like I won't say how, but he he had like a quote at the end, and it's wild. Like the quote was real. Like. It's so crazy. Like, no, it, it was a, it was a very good quote. Like it was like he says like, shit shit said the end. You're just like this motherfucker's a genius. Right. And that's all I'll say about that. Yeah, but no, you can catch it in theaters or on HBO, HBO Max, Max, baby. That's why Victor's over here watching so many movies. And then Dune, that shit, that shit was like so. Dune was. I was, I'm just upset that the second part's not ready yet. That's fucking they bullshit. Film it, yeah. That's fucking bullshit. You should have had both of us fucking ready to go. Like, I was so confused. I was I, so confused. I, I won't be ready to, to see a movie until I can actually go see Spider Man No Way Home. Oh God, you see, you see uh, James Bond yet? I haven't seen James Bond. I saw yet. James Bond. I know. I've been busy. Nah, right? I see James Bond. I've been, I've been busy, and I still got to catch up on so many shows on Netflix, Narcos, and all that good stuff. Um, but before we get out of you here, you watch Tiger King two yet? I'm, I don't watch I, it. I, I've just I started. Watched started. Big Mouth. Like, I haven't watched anything. Like, Succession. Succession, that's my show. Okay, I'm kind of on that one. Insecure, I watch. Like, I got to watch uh, Suggs' episode, but yeah, I caught up on that one. Yeah, that's a good show. We got to we gotta do a podcast about that one. Definitely. But uh, before we get out of here, I do want to do, you know, it's Thanksgiving coming up. And the one thing that I'm always intrigued by is what's on people's plates when they're eating. 
Because I definitely noticed there's a thing called Two Americas. No, did you see that nigga from the Patriots, what he said about the mac and cheese, yeah. He's he like, about to get cut. I thought it was a giant. Was it Giants or Patriots? I think it's a Patriot. Where he's like, mac and cheese is not good. Get that it's it's just, just pasta and cheese? Yeah. Get and cut, nigga. It's just noodles and cheese. Yeah, it's noodles and cheese. Like, yeah. get the fuck out of here, nigga. No, my biggest thing is, like, if I had, if one had to go, and I've never had it before, so it's actually two had to go, I can't, you know, I know this sounds really, no, like, say this shit. Uh, green bean casserole, because I've never had it. I agree with you on that one. And pumpkin pie. Never had like, it. Okay, so I don't. So I typically work every day. I've worked every day's game for the past like ten years. And I usually get off work. I get I get off like at two or three, and then I'll go eat somewhere. I always go home, go to sleep. Kind of work the next day normally. But if I can get rid of anything off the fucking, so, I would say stuffing, depending on who makes it. Well, so do you do stuffing or do you do dressing? So that's why. So that's why. See, that's why we yeah nigga yeah. shit. So my girl makes stuffing. I love that shit. Like it's she makes it differently. It's really weird, but I hate fucking dressing. I like dressing stuff. I don't. Like, I don't like dressing, but like, and then the pot. I'm not a big sugar person. I don't care about that. I don't really care for the ham as much. I just feel like I think some of the foods is like unnecessary as fuck for it. For, 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 I think it's like gluttonous. I, it's, it's gluttonous as fuck. It's just like I personally have always been a fan. Of just like you know, give me my fucking turkey, my gravy. My mashed potatoes, my fucking bread, my cranberry sauce, and then some type of fucking green, like pie my greens. Yeah, see, I'm cool we're different because my ability goes yeah. turkey mm-hmm. dressing. Okay. Cranberry sauce right. from the can, not homemade. Don't I was it from the can? slice it real quick. Uh, mac and cheese. Yeah. Yams. Oh yeah, mac and cheese of course for me. Yams. I don't care for yams. And then you, like, I do either collard greens, okra, and then some cornbread. That's like okra. Y'all real, y'all real niggas. Yeah. So that's uh, my thing. So I'm not a big fan of sweet potatoes. Oh really? So I don't like yams that much. You already do potato salad. No. On Thanksgiving, because that's also good too. I hate potatoes. Because my I don't, like, I don't like mayonnaise like that. Well, see, that's my other thing too. It's like not only do I like Thanksgiving, again, it's my favorite holiday, but the day after Thanksgiving, when you can make a nice turkey sandwich. That's what I'm saying. Oh, see, I'm saying like, it's funny because when, when it comes to yams, like I, I, so I, I do not care for yams, but I will eat sweet potato pie. Yeah, but it's like, I, but it's funny how I realized I never knew this, but like I worked in a kitchen before, and like I've realized I know that they were technically different. Yams, sweet potatoes, and right. white sweet potatoes. Like, they're all kind of the same fucking vegetable, but they're technically all different. It's interesting. There's a show that you should watch on Netflix. It's called uh, High on the Hog. It's mm-hmm. all about uh, African-American cuisine. Okay. And the host goes to Africa, and he's like, and the woman who's showing him, she's like, this is a sweet potato. Mm-hmm. And it's like this huge thing. Yeah. And she's like, but if you go to the American South, like, you, it's a yam, but people always get them confused. They get them confused. Yeah. They're, two different, they're two different fucking vegetables. And guess what? If you put it into a casserole dish... And then he people don't know this. You know, there's actually a it. white sweet potato out there too. I didn't know that either. There's white sweet potatoes out there. I'm sure my grandfather knew about that. By there's, now. there's, a, it's a different taste too. I found out, but like, but damn, Thanksgiving is the, because Thanksgiving also it's just like I just I personally I fucking kind of hate the holiday because in the sense of just like not because of the family thing part. I just feel like it's just like I told you there, earlier. I, you drive by people who like. You're like we we buy we have all this food and I respect that I respect the fact that yo it's all family it's a good day we're all together but it's like we eat all this fucking food to be thankful but then like even before we say they go all right round table what are y'all thankful for right. and like we say we're thankful for the food like yeah it's fine it's good but, like I just prefer I would I would have more fun I think giving that food to someone else that needs it more than we do. I mean, you can still do that. Like, my biggest thing is... That's like, what I usually do. I'll, just, I'll give... That's why, like, I'll go give fucking food to somebody else instead. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of food banks. I like, know Rescue Mission in downtown LA. There's plenty of places you can go to to drop stuff off because you're absolutely right. Like, that is something that I believe that I always take it for granted is, like, hey, you... Like, we forget how, like, 
even though like this year tickets are fucking like seventy bucks, but we're like, all right, whatever, go buy it. But like, it's like how like even the family like you're, you you get, you get to drive eighty miles away. Like, High ass gas prices, like yo, I'm going fucking whatever. Yeah. Money is like we like it's crazy how much money we fucking spend, and people don't catch the opportunity. But it's what it is. I th- but, well, I think I think to, to your point is. A lot of people are already leaving on flights to going back to their hometowns because I do which I'm happy for them for the first time. Yeah, which I'm saying. So it's like, hey, you're going back, and now you're thankful. Like, hey, we survived the pandemic. We think uh, it's like a real Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's like it's, it's, it's going back to. It. And as you said, like, there's gonna be football on. We're gonna eat too much. We're gonna sit there. And I like Thanksgiving because to me, it is all about being thankful and taking a look around and seeing what you have. Because mm-hmm. then once you get to Christmas, it's a totally different. No, game. well, no, we before it was before the past few years. Remember. You go from, I'm thankful for all y'all. Next day, I'll kill you for that PS5, exactly, nigga. Like, it's exactly. wild. Like, it's, it's, such a, it's such an American shit. And also, I think it's such a fucking sham how we were lied to for years about what they we meant. Oh, the Indians and the Pilgrims. The Pilgrims killed the fucking Indians. Yeah, what are you exactly. talking about, yeah. man? I like, I like this game because the, it's, it's the only time in the year. Well, I'll word that. Up until the past five years, I only eat turkey on Thanksgiving. Now, I eat turkey sausage. Turkey fucking burgers, turkey fucking bacon, like turkey's yeah. like a big part of my diet now. But before, turkey was only on Thanksgiving the entire year. Yeah. And for a few after that, and maybe, and then the ham is always around. Like the ham, I, like, I fuck with the ham sometimes. I but like it, ham. I like ham the next day. I had, I have a friend that, that makes they they buy a brisket too. Oh, oh my, my girl, remember she makes a pound cake, not a pound, um, not a pound, a roast. Oh, does she really? She makes a roast too. So I fuck with that a lot. So usually I get roast, uh, macaroni. Greens, turkey, bread. All I'm gonna say is I love honey baked ham the next day. Put yeah. like steam that up, make some eggs, make some biscuits. Right. It's so, so good. good. It's and also, if you're trying to deep fry your turkey, go and watch YouTube videos of people just failing. Oh so that's God, not that's true. Right. It's that time of the year. Yeah, again, it's right? that time of the year. But I uh, haven't had deep fried turkey yet, but I don't even want to. I would never fucking. Try. First of all, I love how niggas been doing that shit for years. It's like, bro, the number one rule they said: do it outside. Right, exactly. Like, they they literally say do it outside and not over anything. Yeah. And motherfuckers are still doing it, but whatever. Well, no, we're gonna let you guys go. Yeah. Uh, we will probably be back sometime soon. We got a lot coming up, yeah, uh, so make sure you guys follow us on all our socials. Victor, where can they find the show? They find the show at the Eros Podcast. That's T H E E R O S P O D C A S T. That's on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch. Whatever you can find it, we probably on it. You can always find me at VIC underscore GW403D. That's Twitter. Everything you can find me on. Etsy. All that type of stuff. Let's go. You can find me at Chillin' with Curtis. That's Chillin', C-H-I-L-L-I-N with W-I-T-H. Kurt. Well, it's Chillin' with Kurt. That's why I can't put Curtis. So that's kind of stinks. But make sure you guys download, subscribe, share, like. Uh, we'll be having some more episodes come up to you, especially with NFL season winding down and NBA getting uh, better. So you guys have a happy Thanksgiving, and we will be back with you guys sometime next week. Wear a mask and get vaccinated.